0: Hello, I'm your host Michaela Marshall and this is Welcome to El Angel.
1: Hi, I'm your host David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast by Alorn and a Wesley. Money, honey, we
0: Hell no. What? Hell no. Oh shit, I'm Alorn, right? Oh god. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you wish who's the oh. snappier dresser amongst us don't answer that question
0: <laughs> this is season five episode five something blue original oh, air shit. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i gotta
1: look up whatever that fucking willow episode was where it's she's making all the things happen
0: thing. Yeah, now, i understand yeah, yeah. that it's not the same thing but like it's, the premise uh, yeah. is the same this is actually life of the party original aired date october 29th, 2003 because
1: i was going through my head afterwards and i was like what buffy episode does this most remind me of <laughs> and i was like oh that willow one where everything Literally. that she says <laughs> comes true yeah and then yes i see how that is the premise of this episode as well <laughs>
0: It's a yeah. little bit less overt in this episode. It is. They have to discover it rather than, it's very much telegraphed in the Buffy episode because her eyes get all sparkly when <laughs> she when she says the things that make people do things. And it's, it's not that she makes people do things, it's more that she makes things happen to people. But like, that's semantics, my friend.
1: Yeah, and like, there's even a similar result because in that episode, Something Blue, we've got Buffy and Spike going to get married and in this yeah. episode angel and eve just start having copious amounts of sex yeah which is on the same spectrum
0: it's like hey you know these two characters who kind of hate each other but have all this tension mm-hmm. well just you wait listeners
1: i think i'm not entirely comfortable with calling eve a character
0: yeah no that's fair that's a bit, that's very <laughs> fair it's not in the way that spike was a character on buffy at the time
1: <laughs> yeah we'll get into it anyway <laughs> life of the party it's some good times Michaela. do we want to frame this episode up with like the interesting thing about this episode or
0: yeah okay that sounds like that yeah cool yeah let's do it you you go ahead
1: i think that this episode is interesting because it takes a a hard look at what to do with an underused character and it does it in a different way than it did with gun because gun was like a useless character. This is just a character that they haven't been using, but has a clear place in the sort of hierarchy. They just haven't actually taken the time to look at it. So yeah, actually getting a chance to take a look at what's what Lorne is up to, rather than have him go into an elevator and never step out.
0: And Doing it on episode five is very refreshing because it really indicates that they sort of realized this was going to be a problem with Lorne, like in the same way that it's a problem with Gunn, where, like, for the day to day demon fighting, Lorne isn't really going to be able to be involved with that. But he, as you said, unlike Gunn, has this like clear thing that he's doing. And I mean, I hope that Lorne is more involved after this, (laughs) but I'm not sure that that's the outcome of this episode.
1: And that's, I think, the weakness of this format is it's easy to have a zeppo which is another kind of similar episode to this one in a few ways and then just be like well we had that one xander slash lauren episode we don't need to have him in anything else
0: we dealt with it guys yeah (laughs) but
1: it's not necessarily a lesson yeah
0: and i think that will really sort of Like, as we go along, how I feel about this episode will probably end up being colored by Mm -hmm. how relevant it ends up being in their future treatment of Lorne.
1: Definitely. All right. Shall we start off with Lorne's first outfit? Because my God, it's fantastic. (laughs) Do you not even have a picture of it?
0: I have two pictures of it. (laughs) Oh, what?
1: Oh, I'm looking at the wrong... Okay, here we go. Yeah. I'm good. Okay, yes. You should have two pictures of it. Because it starts off with the shoes, which are fantastic. Oh, And this shiny blue suit. And this purple shirt. And the very, very, very long scarf. Oh, my goodness.
0: Just, it's phenomenal. When I realized how metallic this suit really was, I was just like, I'm into it. I love every part of it. I love that he's got two flip phones. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's got an assistant to manage the flip phone that he's not using at at any given time.
0: His assistant has a humongous tie. My God. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Would you call Lorne's suit like a blue steel? Is it that metallic? (laughs)
0: Uh, See, blue steel sounds icier to me for some Mm. reason.
1: (laughs) All right. Fair. So Lorne is wheeling and dealing. He is having a grand old time. (laughs) When he comes up to Harmony and calls her Harmonica, oh,
0: like, so yes.
1: Good. Oh, I just, I love it that the writers have been sitting in a room <laughs> trying to think of fun nicknames that they could either give Lorne to say to other people or, like, have Lorne say about himself.
0: Because then Harmony gets to call him Lorne Tunes.
1: Right? <laughs> super fucking love it uh, so yeah he's planning the halloween party right he's trying to put together a super fun party and he's having some trips
0: yeah i mean this is Wolfram and Hart. this is the event of the season yeah and everyone keeps talking about how great the party last year was the wiki mm. pointed out to me that everyone was dead at this time last year but you know <laughs> let's not think too hard about that
1: <laughs> doesn't that just make it better does, yeah, you do the ritual with like the killing of the cows, and then you raise all of your coworkers who you haven't seen in a while, and you're like, "Yay!
0: Party! <laughs> party! Yeah!" Zombie but party. I mean, essentially, Lorne is the only one taking this party seriously out of our main cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Everyone else thinks that it's just kind of a waste of time.
1: Yeah, Angel's his typical broody, wet blanket self. <laughs> you have called <laughs> Wesley a dish towel. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I called Wesley a dish towel because his shirt looks like it has the same feel that a dish towel might. Mm,
1: It's absorbent, yeah.
0: Yeah, like it just is very weirdly padded. Mm. (laughs) It's a weird shirt, I don't like it.
1: (laughs) Thick, indeed. And yeah, Lauren's having difficulty. My god, when Lauren goes back to his office and we get to see what it looks like for the first time. Oh my god, (laughs) holy shit there's these giant rings like stacked up into wall art like art in the shape of walls that frame his window and he's got a full vanity mirror like theatrical style
0: it's very fitting yeah the vanity especially i was like this is exactly what should be in lauren's office of
1: course that's where he sits most of the time he's got a desk (laughs) but why would he use it
0: why would he use it yeah, so Lauren comes in here. You know, he's he's got a bit of a headache. Clearly, he's been working very hard. And then his reflection is talking to him, <laughs> and you're like, this maybe isn't great for Lauren.
1: Maybe not. Yeah, signs of trouble, I'll say. Yeah, yeah. So he smashes the mirror, and it, it's fine. I love the mirror like mocking him and his whole reflection just being like, you gotta get back out there. You gotta keep up. <laughs>
0: And then they let him sing a bit, and you're just like, why don't they let him sing all the time?
1: Okay, point of order. Can Lawrence see stuff about his own aura if he sings?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Because that seems a little, you know, like being able to read your own future. I don't know. Mm, is, yeah. I don't think that that's normally a thing.
1: Should have a price. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. What do we got coming up next? Is this Eve visiting Angel in the shower?
0: Ugh, uh, this scene is so useless. My God. <laughs> I... Uh... It's so it's entirely fan
1: service and setting up like sexual tension between Angel who <laughs> listeners of this show may know I don't really care about.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you're revealing this now five episodes into this podcast.
1: <laughs> and Eve, who is like yeah. as I've t- as I've put it, still in this show for like reasons.
0: Honestly, I don't know what she's doing here either. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember if there's a point to it. I wrote the note. I don't really find Eve to be very spicy.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this is spicy. Except it's Eve. It's not. So it's not spicy. <laughs> it's very mild.
0: She's trying to be spicy, and you know, Angel's all wet and shirtless, and, and you're completely just completely kind of naked. Like, yeah, that's true. And you're just like, you know. This is not, I'm really not feeling this at all. Yeah,
1: no, there's just, there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Because it's Eve and then Angel. And like, Eve exists to be a person, like a sounding board for Angel in a lot of ways. It's like the person who's going to push Angel to continue running Wolfram and Hart even when he has doubts. It's the person who's there who can like understand his very broody nature when he gets <laughs> sad and needs someone to talk to and can't go to any of his friends, he can go to Eve. And you're like, but they don't have charisma.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. They do like, yeah, they have no chemistry. This is the problem. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is strange that he's willing to tell Eve all of his doubts about running Wolfram and Hart and not knowing if he's doing what, the right thing. When she's on the other team. Yeah. And, like, his, his team has these same doubts. There's no reason that he can't talk to any of them about this.
1: Ah, good points all. (laughs) So it seems that Angel's a bit high-strung. He punches a person putting up some decorations for the Halloween party.
0: Yeah, and then he basically makes it very clear that he doesn't understand even slightly why this is so important to Lauren or why it would would be important for their firm at all.
1: yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yep, sure. <Yeah. laughs> what? A- anyway, no one really understands why this is important. Gun's like willing to humor Lorne a little bit. I think we've almost skipped over a picture of Gun with his gold tie realness.
0: <laughs> this is now. Yeah, I just I just wanted to give a shout out to Gun because. Unfortunately, he's in the same show that Lauren is, so he'll never Mm. win best outfit. But he's looking great, you know? He's He's doing his damn He's got this gold tie, he got this red shirt. It looks phenomenal on him. He's just, mm, wears his very long scarf, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Missing, entirely (laughs) missing. missing. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, Lauren's going on about this party, how it needs to happen. It will actually be good for morale. Like, it is the bash of the entire year. It's good for placating some clients after you may have killed a few of their friends. You know, it's good all around and no one else really seems super interested in it.
0: Right, like Fred and Wes weren't really planning to go... Essentially, none of them have had even really given it much thought. Like, it's mm-hmm. not that they actively said, oh, I'm not going to go to that. They literally just hadn't even considered it, which is, I would say, worse.
1: I've written down that Lauren shows up and is the wrong kind of devastated when Wes and Fred <laughs> reveal they aren't going to go to the party.
0: I told you I wanted something devastating this year. I don't know what that means. I am the wrong kind of devastated. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. Oh my god! And I really love that you know Knox is here again. Uh huh. I love seeing Knox. He's so adorable. Him and Fred are so cute. Yeah. And he starts to go on about how last year at the party, basically, he's about to talk about them burning a bunch of cows alive and how yep. it was such a great time. And you're <laughs> like, boy oh boy, this guy definitely isn't evil. <laughs> and like he he and Fred are so
1: flirty. Yeah. And then this happens, and you're just like, what the fuck? Fred, how are like, what you okay are you doing? with this?
0: What are you like he's probably saying stuff like this all the time. All the time? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's good times. Good times. Wes and Fred are sort of at each other a little bit about this mystical grenade that didn't work well and blah blah blah. It doesn't really matter. Who cares?
0: Yeah, who cares.
1: And yeah, we go by Gun's office. He agrees to come to this thing where they all need to convince Angel to throw a, a big party basically and who else but the uh the main executives are at this meeting but uh <laughs> harmonica you know delivering that blood looking fly as hell giving us a yeah. pink alert
0: i really when she was sitting down i was like boy do i hope that she stands up so i can get a full picture of whatever this outfit is <laughs> and then it was so much better than i could ever imagine because oh yeah The top is this pink sequined halter top that's very 2000s. Like the sort of um, extra material kind of gathering in the center of the top and it being sort of like floppy. Oh, that was just all over all shirts all the time. (laughs) And then her skirt is the same material. It's exactly
1: the same material.
0: It's not a dress. It's a separate skirt. It's an outfit. It's it's a thing of beauty. And she's got so many bracelets on. Fuck, I didn't notice
1: the bracelets until now. (laughs) She's got at least five on each wrist. (laughs) Oh my God. It's
0: delightful. But yeah, she's basically here to tell them that, hey, morale is very low (laughs) because everyone's worried that you're going to kill them at any minute. And my gosh, they have good reason to be worried. Yeah. And it's all Angel's fault.
1: And she's like, of course, no one's coming to us. They're
0: they're worried you're going to kill them. They're worried it's a trap. And you're like, gee, Angel, maybe killing your clients, like, I don't know, that necromancer and all the other clients you've killed, clients who had meetings with you, wasn't such a great idea after all.
1: Like, word has gotten out by this point (laughs) that going for a meeting with Angel is very dangerous to your health.
0: Yeah, and it's true. It's not a rumor. It's 100% true.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, Lauren is like, "All right, Angel, you and I, we can go fix this. We're going to go out recruiting, and I know just the spooky fellow to go and recruit."
0: <laughs> oh, this is quite the spooky fellow. He's very My spooky. Goodness.
1: He is a true bloodline demon, and what does he drink? Not the not the blood of pigs, which are swine. gross or Disgusting. humans, which are basically swine themselves. No, he only drinks the purest demon blood from this chained-up demon that he keeps with him at Uh, all times.
0: Direct from the source, man, that like cork noise when the slave like takes the cork out of his wrist and then the blood just starts flowing into the cup is gross.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's real weird, it's real spooky, (laughs) it's good times. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was like, this is pretty gross. And yeah. then I was like, oh, that's the point. Yeah, that's the <laughs> point, Michaela. Right, right, right.
1: I didn't really catch the Duke's name for a while. So I've <laughs> mostly written about him as the Spooky Duke, which I like because oh! it's like kind of rhymey.
0: You could have called him a Spooky Dookie, but that just sounds like he's a piece of poo.
1: Exactly. So. Yeah. Spooky yeah, Duke no works good. well.
0: Spooky Duke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that Lauren in this scene already has demon blood in a glass. <laughs> Like He's already partaking and Angel's just like, no, I'm not going to drink from this weird demon slave that you keep next to you, who might be your cousin.
0: (laughs) They do look pretty similar. Like the slave is just much smaller. Yeah. And Lauren's trying so hard to be polite and telling the slave that he tastes delicious.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Best of times.
0: But yeah, it's like...
1: It's pretty successful as these things go. They get the spooky duke to agree to go along to the party, which is much, that's about the best they can hope for, you know? He's gonna bring yeah. a bunch of weapons in case this is a, a trap, but sure, that's fine.
0: I mean, he's a spooky guy, so going to a party where there may be some violence, like, that's probably his idea of a good time, honestly. He's not too put off.
1: Later on, we find that that's very true, like... Honestly, this sort of thing—if even if it goes wrong, especially if it goes wrong—that's part of the fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it's good. And this guy is very much the sort of, you know, top of the social pyramid. So once he's coming to your party, everyone's coming to your party, which is which is why they went to him in the first place.
1: And it saves us a painful montage of Angel going around trying to glad hand people.
0: Oh, that sounds so horrible. <gasps> Like, I don't want to watch that ever. My God.
1: And instead, you just got this one scene. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: Angel mostly just sits around and smiles awkwardly for this (laughs) scene, which I was fine with, honestly.
1: Oh, man. Later on, when the party is in full swing, an angel goes up and, like, shakes this guy's hand just laying it on so thick that he hates him. <laughs> and like, it's good times. That's what I want from Angel. Like having to grin and bear it and just be like, it's so nice that you came to the party with your weird demon entourage. <laughs> We're so yeah. excited to have you as clients.
0: Yeah. And of course he's not going to be good at that. That is not his strong suit.
1: No. It's like the be.
0: opposite. You might say. Yeah. Yeah. He hates people. Mm,
1: little, yeah. <laughs> And then we get into the party.
0: Yeah, so the guy from Bones is here again, Mr. Curly Hair.
1: Mm, right, yeah. right, 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 yep. Yeah.
0: He, he gets some lines, he gets to be the head of the conga line. <laughs> you know, he's having a great time.
1: Ah, delightful. Not half as delightful as this demon who shows up dressed <laughs> as a human, wearing an actual human face that has oh. been stretched and impaled onto his
0: horns. He's got a sweater vest. <laughs> the he's sweater really
1: and oh god he's just so happy with himself like i am human
0: being ah he's funny joke and i'm like it is yeah. funny joke it is a funny joke child is an honor student or something <laughs> yeah. he's he, he, I, on his minivan he's got a sticker I, <laughs>
1: Let uh, us talk about sports game! Oh,
0: uh, 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 yeah. It's a good costume. You know, this guy's a fun he's a fun guy.
1: <laughs> he's so fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Lorne's put off by this for whatever reason. Probably because he's wearing an actual human face. Uh. Yeah. It is fun to see, though.
0: Yeah, and so th- now we really start getting into Lorne telling people what to do and them mm-hmm. having to do it. Yep. He earlier told Gunn that he needed to, like, mark his territory. <laughs>
1: uh-huh yeah and so
0: we'll get to that
1: we will indeed but... that confused me so much i was like what the fuck did he say Dude, to what, gun
0: what's happening why is he doing it and then you're like oh okay it was so much before all the other ones it's so
1: oh, much know. before anyway yeah. the party is super lame michaela it's awful oh, it's bad. the only one dancing is harmonica <laughs> she's doing her best but yeah, she can have a great time make this thing go
0: no no, and, like, Wes and Fred are over here by the hors d'oeuvre Ugh. table. They're just eating, trying not to interact with anyone.
1: Yeah, thumbs Beating down.
0: flowers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Angel is lurking in his office, as always. Fuck.
0: Now, uh, so, yeah, Lauren, Lauren tells Wes and Fred to basically to get really drunk. Mm-hmm. That's his advice to them. Have some fun. Yep. And so they're going to go off and do that. I've, I've got a picture of Angel in his party shirt. Ooh. Why have I called Jeez. it that? It's because I think he has an extra button undone from normal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't David Boreanaz just like, are Are you sure about this number of buttons? This feels excessive.
0: Like, at what point is he just going to say, why am I even wearing this shirt? Right, you know? yeah,
1: just put a blazer on me, or don't at this point, I don't know. Or
0: don't. Yeah, and I mean, the shirt's orange, he's gotten festive for this nice Halloween party, but just the number of buttons, I was, oh, so silly.
1: It's so silly, and, like, he's always in his executive office looking like this. Yeah. (laughs) Being the CEO, oh, God.
0: So Lauren comes in,
1: sees him brooding, and has another bit of a freak out. You know, he's saying some weird things. He's yelling at people, which is uncharacteristic, and then just snapping back to like his normal, fun self. Yay, let's go have fun. Everything's
0: super fine. So, yeah, he convinces Angel to at least leave his stupid office. <laughs> he's watching hockey, which I don't even know what to think about that.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, it means that Angel has sunk into a far, far new low. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we get a quick thing of Spike, who, as we know from the past, thinks Halloween is ridiculous and yes. that no self-respecting creature of the night would ever participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's refusing to dance with Harmony. He's mm-hmm. being a real angel about it, you know?
1: <laughs> he really is. Man, when <laughs> yeah. he refuses to dance with Harmony, I'm like, come on, man. What?
0: Like, here's Harmony. Look, she's having a lot of fun. You could go dance with her. It'd be great. Yeah, so of course, uh, Lauren tells him to be more positive, and (laughs) that's everything I want. Absolutely. Oh yeah, Yeah.
1: real good. Archduke shows up, he's very spooky, Angel goes up and shakes his hand, that's super awkward. Wes and Fred are now super drunk after having uh, not really drank anything at all. Yeah, Fred's had
0: nothing, and Wes has had, I think he says, a a third of a half of this beer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But they are uh, well and truly plastered.
0: Yeah, and oh, uh, oh boy, does it! It just hurts me. All of this because, but like, Fred and Wes stuff. Yeah, because like I understand they're both very drunk. Mm-hmm. But like, Fred knows how Wes feels. <laughs> she knows, and like, you don't just forget information like that because you're drunk.
1: And she lays it on very thick, real as well. thick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like they're being very cute, and mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, maybe this is going somewhere good for Wes. It's not. <laughs> it's, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get there in a little bit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, that's fine. It'll be great. They are being very cute, though. So that's that's nice. For now, Gunn is doing a good job of socializing, but that will soon stop. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> he's doing a good job of socializing, just as Lauren. Drops an interesting little tidbit. You know, Gunn had all that lawyer stuff put in his head. Yeah. Lauren's done a little experimental surgery as well. He had his sleep removed.
0: It was such a quick procedure. 20 minutes. No big deal. In now and he doesn't out. ever need to sleep. No big deal.
1: That That's like a third of your life back.
0: Right? Like, why has everyone not done this?
1: Well, it turns out it <laughs> may have some side effects.
0: We'll see. Yeah. We may
1: see. <laughs> And sort of pretty soon thereafter, we learn that there's pee just everywhere at this party. All you know,
0: over the place. We get a yeah. few more
1: party shots and people are just like, why is there pee here? Why is there pee here? Why is there pee here?
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, marking your territory, gun apparently took to mean that he should pee everywhere, which just seems insane.
1: Everywhere. Lauren walks by Eve and Angel fighting in their, you know, typical catty way. It's so, oh God, it's like, Wet paper towel, you know? There's just <laughs> nothing there. It's insubstantial. Right. Anyway, he's like, oh, you two just get a room. So they go off and start banging, which that's the happiest thing for me about this relationship thus far.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty fun, this whole little thing. But at the same time, you're like, I would have believed Spike and Angel before I would believe angel and eve you know
1: i just don't know why eve is here she is my nope. least favorite character and she and keeps as you say cropping up
0: <laughs> she's not really a character right what is she doing here why don't we just have more knocks and harmony
1: yes please uh i <sighs> did skip
0: over my my picture pylean chic
1: oh yes very important one of the archduke's friends bodyguards mm-hmm. has shown up wearing a pylean jacket and Lauren's like, oh, made in? No, from.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And it sort of has like the same coloring. As it's got Lauren. the
1: spots like the spot Lauren has on his face.
0: Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, he also doesn't know what to do with this and just kind of has to walk away. Cause like, I don't really know what you say to that. You yep. can't throw this guy out.
1: <laughs> it is pretty awkward. Uh oh. So yeah. Uh, So it turns out that whatever Lorne says is coming true, including Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not so much just the things that he says. We see a a discretion shot of the Pylean chic guy in the bathroom. Getting sort of exploded.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he eats it pretty hard. Like there's just goo left over.
1: <laughs> Blue goo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, so uh, not great intense. for him. No. Probably not going to be great for this whole Spooky Duke situation. No,
1: Spooky Duke isn't going to like that. Not at all. Especially because he's assuming that this whole thing is a trap, and one of his bodyguards dies. Uh oh.
0: All very suspicious stuff. Mc- We've got our positive spike now. Which- oh yes. Is a, just as fun as I expected. Is this
1: best song ever?
0: <laughs> like, so Spike is listening to this. It's like a stupid techno yeah, song. It's, yeah, it's, it's a nothing song, and he's just having the time of his life. I don't know why this is why he how he dances to <laughs> to music. <laughs>
1: uh, very reminiscent <laughs> of the Snoopy dance, you know.
0: This is how he enjoys his music. You know what? And I'm so happy that he's having a great time at this party.
1: Mm. Michaela, we don't have segments on this show in the same way we that we sure used don't. to. But yeah. I've actually got one that I want to do, and this might be a recurring thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much I uh, I engage with it. But who's to say? I've yeah. called this segment quotable notes.
0: Message for you, son. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Don't quote me.
1: Write that in your copybook now.
0: Oh, interesting. Is this about our notes?
1: No, no, no. Um, <laughs> do you keep notes just like personally, like I don't know, in Google Keep or something like that?
0: Um, sometimes if I want to remember something, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I tend to keep actually a fair few. Um, I keep things about like D and D ideas that I've had. Uh, there's a fuck ton of D and D things that I've had. Um, <laughs> but like the exact shipping address for my office, if I need to know that, all that sort of stuff. And sometimes I just write things down that I think are witty. I don't know. Especially once I thought of this segment, I started doing that. And I've Christ, got two things to uh, two things to discuss here. Uh, the oh. first one is a note that simply reads, you don't have to be a narcissist to start a podcast, but it helps.
0: <laughs> it sure does. Because if you love the sound of your own voice, then by gosh, you'll love hundreds of hours of the sound of your own voice.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you will. It'll be good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that one pretty much stands on its own. And I'm happy with yeah. that. <laughs> the second one is something where I'm, I'm really coming to you for advice here. How is one supposed to deal with one supervisor at work wearing camouflage shorts to work?
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. I,
1: I think the answer is ignore it, but I'm not sure that's like that's a way that I can process this. I think this is too monumental an event for me to just ignore it and like go on with my life. Because I'm just staring at this guy and his <sighs> camo shorts... And we're in a meeting and I'm like, what have you done?
0: Well, it's tough, right? Because as you say, supervisor probably above you in some sort of command structure, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, I mean, if it was anyone else, obviously you pull the thing of like, you know, the person's talking and you're like, hey, have you seen, have you seen Brad? I he, He's disappeared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the lower half of him, though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Right, and you really make it clear that, like, no one wears camo in their daily life because it'd be absurd. Now, this is passive-aggressive, yes.
1: (laughs) Over the top, maybe, sure. But it does sound reasonable. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Uh,
0: Or you just have, like, a casual conversation where you know that he can hear you, but, like, pretend that you don't know that he can hear you on a day where he's not wearing the shorts where you like talk about one of your friends showing up wearing some sort of camouflage something and how horrified you were to be seen with them (laughs) (laughs) again
1: that's very passive passive aggressive
0: aggressive. yeah (laughs) right so sorry i hope you wanted passive aggressive advice because that's all i'm doling out today it turns out
1: listen i wanted any advice you could give me and mostly i think (laughs) the way that i process this is by talking about it with my close friends and then distributing (laughs) it to the world
0: (laughs) Yeah, our listeners will also love to hear this. I think so. I'm glad to have been a part of it. Camo
1: shorts, though. Yeah.
0: Good lord. Good lord. Not as good
1: as camo jorts.
0: Oh, jorts. Jorts are just another. There's
1: another something level. about the word jorts. But <laughs> like, I don't actually mind jorts, but the the word really sets me off.
0: Can something be jean and camo?
1: Good question.
0: Let me go- let me Google camo
1: jorts. <laughs> camo jorts oh there's a bit of an autocomplete on that uh oh boy hmm. let's look at images that's probably <laughs> what the fuck is that great uh that is a camo skirt that i have found okay um, yeah and uh, not seeing camo jorts really possibly on a john cena action figure what the fuck
0: well of course john cena is known for his jorts mm.
1: You see? Oh, oh my god. These are full-on camo jorts.
0: All right. There you go. It exists.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. I uh, That'll be in the show notes, folks. Or just up on Facebook, probably. <laughs> camo jorts. Good times. Camo jorts. All right. Back to the episode. The gang's got to split up and get stuff done, right? Like, everyone's disabled in some way, but we've still got to try to figure out this whole Lorne no sleep bad thing.
0: Right, so despite being three sheets to the wind, as Lauren put it, Wes and Fred still manage to figure out what's going on and get all the exposition about it, which is pretty hilarious. And save the say. day. Yeah, and save the day. They so they they figure it out. They all sort of congregate in Angel's office, figure out what's wrong with everyone. Spike is so happy for Angel to be getting some. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> okay, so I don't like Eve and Angel as a thing. That's fine i do quite like it when angel divvies up all the tasks that they have to do (laughs) and assigns himself the task of staying here and having sex with eve yeah which he gets down to with gusto
0: yeah just says it's so matter-of-fact like -like. (laughs) business-like and like of all the people to give the task of finding Lorne sleep (laughs) The two drunk people don't seem like the best choice. (laughs) Because what's Gunn given to do? Isn't he
1: like going out and talking to people? And you're like, no, have him pee as he's trying to find the the information. But like, have him do it. He's at least in full control of his faculties.
0: He's sober and a lawyer. Yeah. Like...
1: (laughs) <laughs> and he's gone through a similar procedure? Like, he has probably the most information about this sort of thing.
0: But no, instead we said the two drunkies to do it, which, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever.
0: Uh, it, it doesn't go
1: 100% great to start off with this whole sleep finding thing.
0: And yeah, as we were
1: talking about before, Fred is just like, oh, Wesley, we're such good friends. We should be even better <laughs> friends. We should take our friendship to the next level. And then it's just yeah, like, I really
0: value you as a friend. What do you yeah. think of
1: Knox? And he's uh, like, what the fuck?
0: And, uh, right. Because he thinks that they're both talking about the same thing. Mm. Of course, because again, she is fully aware of how he feels. To the point where she got all awkward when she thought he was asking her out to dinner, like an episode ago. Yeah, last episode. Which I think really indicates that, like, she knows <laughs> that there's something else going on other than friendship there. Again, she's very drunk, but that does it 100%. Uh, uh, Michaela, it, I what don't you're
1: think. Uh, failing to factor in here is the, uh, the, the retrospective um, event that surrounded Connor's. Uh, reinsertion into the timeline and how that may have had a retconning effect on the rest of the cast
0: you do have to love how the fact that they basically destroyed a a season and a half (laughs) really leaves anything up to interpretation yeah
1: exactly yeah yeah this is a uh this is a psychic echo you know (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just like it, it really hurt me when she bas- when she says what do you think of Knox and Wes is so taken aback by it. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: yeah. Ugh. Spooky Duke finds his friend who has been murdered. Uh, The human mask-wearing guy has also been murdered, much to my chagrin, because
0: he was so fun. Oh, very unfortunate. He was very fun. He was.
1: But yeah, the whole severing an empath from their sleep, Wesley does a bunch of drunken exposition, and kudos to him for (laughs) reading as well as he does this many drinks in. But yeah, he's like, oh, bad times, empath, demon, sleep, that'd be good but if you don't oh no uh reality bending and then like maybe manifests as a big spooky monster who knows
0: uh turns out yeah that's exactly what happened
1: (laughs) we don't have much time at this point so yeah there is a big spooky version of Lorne. he's big he's muscly he's wearing a similar suit he's punching all the people in the party
0: he's so big
1: he's very large
0: he is i mean of course there's Partially shooting it to, you know, make this guy look much larger than he already is. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure. This character is credited as behemoth, (laughs) Lauren. Accurate. Yeah. So this guy is 6'10". Holy shit. Holy fuck. And like, he's a big guy. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh my god.
1: Okay, yeah. So he is legitimately very tall.
0: He's so tall. Holy oh, God. Crap. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, he, he is a behemoth. He's large. Mm-hmm. He's punching all the things and nothing really seems to be able to damage him.
0: Ah. Ah. Yeah, like, they definitely can't have this guy around for too long because <laughs> no one can do anything about it. And he's just going to keep killing people if he's gonna be here for more than like two minutes
1: but again wesley and fred are surprisingly competent even while drunk they have managed to find the sleep correctly when fred's like pulling this little cart over and the sleep is perched precariously atop it oh my god you're "You're gonna break it you're gonna break his sleep and that'll be the end but no it works out just fine and it's actually very adorable she's like trying to inch this thing across the floor
0: (laughs) And then when it turns out that the sleep needs to be re-delivered to Lorne in, like, a gun <laughs> form. And you're like, give it to gun! Right? Why are you shooting it?
1: But yeah, just right there, point blank. Looks like they're gonna shoot the behemoth instead. Shoots Lorne right in the head. He gets his sleep back. And there you go. The,
0: the day's saved. Yeah, the honestly, behemoth falls yeah. apart,
1: gets dusted, whatever.
0: I do like that they gave him this, this similar suit to Lorne's. Mm. But like, obviously, it's not going to look quite the same because for the lapels to come out as far as Lauren's <laughs> do, they would have to be so insanely big because of his gigantic shoulders. I
1: didn't notice how high up on his head the horns were sticking out. Yeah, Because they're not that's coming out the forehead, too. they're coming out the top of maybe the head. It,
0: maybe it's too cutesy for them to come out the forehead or something. I'm wondering
1: <laughs> if it's easier to do prosthetically if you have them embedded in the wig.
0: Almost certainly, yeah. Other than doing all the makeup around them. Yeah,
1: especially if you're going to do anything... of around the face i don't know but yeah yeah it uh the day is saved and all that we have to do now is clean up
0: and Knox shows up he's kind of like i don't really know why i decided to take the <laughs> evening of the halloween party to fix this device that uh, wes and fred were arguing about earlier and it, of course it was because lauren told him to correct <laughs> yeah oh but him and fred sit down and have a drink together and wes is just there watching
1: like it is cute but yeah at the same time they're in full view of everyone and you're like uh have you not picked up anything or do you not remember what happened last episode Uh, uh, yeah wes gets some truly trash exposition about why this (laughs) thing manifested the way it did i think it was a manifestation of lauren's subconscious it peeled away from his mind, using Lorne's supernatural powers to punch its way into our world. Okay. Punch is the right word. Why was it trying to kill everyone? I don't think it was. It may have just been processing the conflicts that Lorne normally deals with in his sleep, acting out on the emotional responses he has to the people around him. It relates to empath demons and a bunch of shit that we've already gone over, but it's
0: it's garbage so exposition. I will say that the end of the episode was pretty rushed. Yeah. Because that's not really the point, right?
1: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah.
0: But yeah, just like, oh, we figured out what's wrong. Here's all the exposition. Oh, it's here now. Oh, we've defeated it. Okay. <laughs> Closing exposition. The end.
1: That's mostly it, right? Like Angel yeah. gets to talk with Eve, except she just shuts down and is like, this is not the first time I've had sex under the control of magical influences. You're like, all right. Weird flex, but okay. Gun has cleared up everything with Sabasus, the Arch Spooky Duke, as we call him.
0: Yeah, and as we said, the Spooky Duke is not too torn up about his guy being killed. He had like a pretty good time, honestly. Yeah,
1: one of the better Halloween parties, turns out. Yeah, turns out. Yeah, Lauren gets to go to sleep. Uh, Angel tucks him in, which is really nice.
0: I'm torn because at the end you're like, this was nice. They all finally understand where Lauren's coming from. They maybe even start to see why this is as important as he's saying it is. And I just have this feeling that none of it's going to matter ever again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the real worry. And yeah, I mean, I skipped over a bunch of stuff about like, Lorne expositing about his own problems. Like, why did he get his sleep removed? Well, it was because he wanted to keep up with everyone else. They're all doing this amazing work. And he's like, if I'm going to do that, I can't be operating just 16 hours a day. Like, I need all of the time I can to just tread water. And I need to bring something to this group, and it's him struggling with that. And like this Halloween party is something he's staking his identity on because it's the social event and that's what he's supposed to do. So,
0: yeah, because he yeah. wants to help too, and this is what he does.
1: Exactly. So, if it goes yeah. poorly, if no one shows up, like that is a it's just showing that he's useless as part of this team, which is no good. Yeah. Yeah. And then will it ever come up again? Past experience says probably not.
0: If the Zeppo taught us anything. Yeah,
1: basically. And like, (laughs) I was even thinking today, Joss has just come off of Firefly, which is very good. But even in that ensemble cast, like, Shepard Book doesn't do anything in season one. And it's kind of question mark if he would have done anything in season two.
0: It's a good point. And even in Serenity, it's like... It's clear that he had some sort of mysterious backstory. And they're just like, that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, kill him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so that's, it,
0: that's a shame. It's
1: something that Joss's TV shows struggle with a lot is like, we've got all these interesting characters. Can we actually show what is interesting about them all in a consistent way? <laughs>
0: And I think it's a fine line of you want to have enough characters to be able to give you variety, but you don't want to have so many that you don't know what to do with some of them. Yeah. And like finding what the right amount is, it's probably different for every show. And I mean, once you've created a character and you have this actor and they've signed a contract and like you have to have them, you know, like they're a main cast member. If you realize, okay, maybe we don't really know what to do with this person. It's kind of too late.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) got no recourse there at that point.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, main cast member. Oh boy. Michaela, do you like this episode?
0: I had a good time. Mm
1: -hmm. I had a good time. I didn't have an amazingly great time. Yeah. I had a good time.
0: I think they did a good job. It was fun. We've had wackier episodes that I think I had more fun with. This was a good time. And for it being something that they have literally done before, (laughs) even though like it's clearly the same premise, it's done differently enough that I wasn't actually that mad about it. And they have a tendency to like do the same thing and do it much worse. (laughs) (laughs) So they didn't do that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good job. Good job indeed. Do we have a winner for this episode? I think Lorne. Yeah. Because he gets a bunch of validation. He gets all of the cast coming out and being like, no, you're great and we're glad to have you on this team. And you can take it it easy a little bit.
0: Yeah, and... I mean, obviously he was feeling like this pressure and he didn't want to tell them about it because he doesn't want to bother them when he feels like they're doing things that are so much more important than what he's doing. But obviously, like you, you need to tell people about things when things aren't going well with you. Yeah. And so it's nice that he gets the opportunity to do that. It is. Whether or not, again, it, it changes anything. Obviously, Lauren wins
1: <laughs> Dust outfit. the
0: fashion. Yeah. Yep.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a rose and a thorn? I'll start off with my rose. Sure. <laughs> my rose this week is the amount of pure Lorne that we get. Because it's coming on fast and heavy.
0: <laughs> and just in such contrast to the four episodes before this. Exactly. Where you're like, Michaela told me there was this character named Lorne in this show, but I haven't really seen too much of him. I sort of
1: <laughs> ducked and dodged around this show until this point. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a rose?
0: Uh, it's pretty much the same. I will say that, maybe just to expand on that, I like having Lord around because I think he brings a very different perspective. Like, there is sort of a joy to what he's doing. Yeah. Where everyone else is just so gloomy, and they're delivering their, their science bullshit exposition, <laughs> or their magic bullshit exposition.
1: <laughs> yeah, he brings a real different energy to this show. And like that's why yeah. we like seeing Spike be positive this episode. And just (laughs) taking such joy in all these stupid things around him. Because we don't get a lot of that. And yeah, of course that's what Lauren contributes to this.
0: Man, Spike being so hyped about the Spooky Duke's fantastic (laughs) entrance into Angel's office. (laughs) What a fantastic entrance.
1: Oh, it is a good entrance. Very good. Um, Yeah. Uh, My thorn for this episode is, it's kind of boring. Like, we've, we've seen it happen before. And there aren't really, like, twists and turns. We get, like, a a Lorne freaking out in a mirror early on. And I'm like, okay, he's breaking down in some way. And it's like, yeah, Lorne's breaking down. And I'm like, yep, okay. (laughs) And then he gets better. And you're like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah. And it's very much a nothing actually happened episode. Oh yeah,
1: that's for sure. Yeah,
0: like plot wise, literally nothing happened. Other than Lorne got his sleep back, I guess.
1: And I don't mind that from a perspective of like, you are doing an ensemble cast show, take some time and examine those characters. So like there, there were a bunch of Buffy episodes where nothing happened and it didn't focus on a character really it just yeah. nothing happened so this is a lot better than that but definitely like i'm i'm itching for some season 5 plot guys this is your last season you're in wolfram and hart like are we going to are we going to get going soon but i know that i just have to be patient that in like 5 <laughs> or 6 episodes they'll introduce something and then i need to wait another 5 or 6 episodes and then they'll resolve it pretty quickly
0: it is it's been very monster of the week so far oh, yeah. and we're, I don't know that we're through that yet. I,
1: no, I think so, like I'm yeah. waiting up to yeah. five more episodes for that to happen.
0: Yeah. And I mean, maybe they scared themselves off of a big overarching plot <laughs> by fucking it up so hard last season.
1: Potentially. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're like, no, back to basics. Monster of the week. Let's do this. Generally enjoyable. Yeah. So I don't have
1: too much of a problem.
0: Yeah. I was really, as you heard, put off by this whole Wes and Fred thing. Yeah. Just because like, I think... It's unfair to the character of Fred to have her doing this because mm-hmm. I don't know that it's true to her, her character that she would be so oblivious. She should be
1: smarter, like socially smarter yeah. than that.
0: And it just seems like a fuck you to the audience, kind of. Yeah, like they're it's it's um it's manufactured drama where they're dragging out this love triangle, yep. right? And yeah, it's like, oh, oh, will they, won't they? Oh no, they won't. Nox is still here. We fooled you, and you're like, okay, I don't I don't want this. And it's not even
1: <laughs> will they, won't they? Cause like, or it's not a good one. Yeah. Fred just shuts it down in such a perfunctory way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah that, yeah. that sometimes happens. Michaela, what do we got coming up next time?
0: Before we do that, <gasps> I would like you to guess what the teeks <gasps> yes! like this episode is named. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Oh! Now, full disclosure, I have not read this review because I wanted us to experience it together. Perfect.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming it starts with the one. Yep. Uh the one with the Halloween party.
0: Let me tell you, it's very long, this <laughs> title. And you're gonna to put a lot more words than that. And the one where it throws
1: a Halloween party at Wolfram and Heart.
0: He... <laughs> so that length was good, and part of the subject was right. <laughs>
1: The one where Lauren isn't sleeping anymore.
0: <laughs> the one where Lauren accidentally tells people to do things and then they what do the it. What the fuck? Okay, that's
1: like ah, oh, that's such a. <laughs> okay, because you're going for a Friends style summary. Which means that, like, you're giving a hook into the episode, but not literally giving it away. (laughs) Because that reveal that Lorne is telling people to do things and then they're doing it is at least 30 minutes into this 45 minute show. Like,
0: yeah, two thirds at least. At
1: least. (laughs) So
0: you've just given away a larger
1: part of the plot. Okay, I'm so thrilled. Lay it on me. What do we got here?
0: Okay. I really do love this episode. It's so inventive. In this episode, Lorne is throwing the annual Halloween party, and he has to do a good job at it. At the beginning, we see him pretending to be happy and doing what he normally does. And then when he goes into his office, we see another Lauren in the mirror taunting him. We have no idea why. We later find out that Lauren has had his sleep removed and hasn't been to sleep in over a month. Later, during the party, Wesley and Fred are drunk, but haven't drunk enough to be drunk. Gunn is peeing all over the office. Spike is super happy, and Angel and Eve are sleeping together. Why, you might ask. That's just a statement. There's no question mark there. Because Lauren told them to. Wesley and Fred weren't having a good time, and Lord told them to them that being drunk will help. Gunn was told to mark his territory, so he is, just like a dog. Spike was told to be positive, and even Angel was told to get a room. Lauren didn't mean for this to happen. He didn't know he was making it happen. We find out that when the empath demons don't sleep for long periods of time, they can start to control the destinies of people around them. He eventually gets his sleep put back in.
1: Oh my god. That's it. I love how lengthy that is. I love how much it restates basic facts and yeah. how the spooky duke doesn't make an appearance.
0: Now, uh, just like laying out what's wrong with everyone and then laying out exactly why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a fucking masterclass.
0: Oh. God, Teeks, never stop. Never. I'm so stop. glad. I'm so glad we so got glad. some Teeks. Shit. What do you think the rating on this is? Nine out of ten? Overall, I really love this episode, and I give it a ten out of ten. Oh,
1: so this is pre freaking ridiculous days, it seems.
0: This is twenty seven September twenty fourteen. Okay,
1: yeah, that's a wild guy. Which is, ago. I think,
0: early on. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh boy, that that's
0: <laughs> Oh, that's
1: special, <laughs> and I'm so excited that we've got some teaks, you know.
0: I do hope it continues. I definitely see, like, out of the first five episodes, this being the one that Teeks had the best time with. Because Teeks likes things that are silly and happy, you Mm
1: -hmm. know? Yeah. That's uh that is good. All right. Now, Michaela, what's coming up next time on Angel?
0: The next episode is called The Cautionary Tale of Numero Cinco.
1: (gasps) (gasps) Oh my god, it's the luchador. (laughs) And
0: his name is number five for some reason.
1: Well, I'm immediately excited. Are you excited?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's going to be silly. <laughs> yes. It sounds
1: extremely silly. It's...
0: Oh, I goodness. really
1: want it to be yeah. like a day in the life where like it's a Star Trek Lower Decks type of thing where we see just the world through the eyes of Numero Cinco going around the office intersecting with the main cast as they do something ridiculous. Oh
0: i'm trying to find a a synopsis to read to you that isn't just a bunch of spoilers of what the episode exactly is. i think
1: it'll be fine i I think i've got i've got enough (laughs) ideas at this point we're good
0: you've seen the male guy you know about him and yeah here's an episode that's about him
1: (laughs) very very exciting looking forward to that my goodness uh anything else before we wrap up here
0: i think i'm good all right
1: then our listeners can find this episode up on reddit buffy.reddit.com using the same reddit pictures are up on facebook including camo jorts and uh <laughs> yeah that's you can email us beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com and until next time see, see you, you later, later alligator. LA gator
0: welcome to the hellmouth
1: Hellmouth?
0: Hellmouth? Hell no!